Welcome to Pathfinder Academy. Class is now in session. Here are your professors, Caleb and Christian. Good morning, class. You may be seated. Today's lesson is on the Venara race. This is part of a race overview series where we go over all the possible player races, and right now we're on the uncommon races. Venaras are monkey people. Christian issued me a challenge earlier, and by issuing me a challenge, said, please don't do this, and I said, I'm going to do this now, of describing each race with just a quick little one-word thing. So these guys, monkey people, primate people, which you think would be right up Caleb's alley, but guess what? I hate monkeys. That's right. I said it. I'm monkeyist. I'm speciesist. Wait, how do you end up hating them? That's a strange thing to hate. I think they look stupid. I hate everything they do. They, th- Their attitude, just everything they do says to me, uh, bratty kid, and I hate children. Oh, wait, something else is coming out of Caleb's mouth here. What's this? You don't like children? I didn't like children when I was a child. I pay a lot of money to make sure I don't have children. <laughs> so Venara children, they're right out. <laughs> So when I hear monkey people, what I'm hoping and what my hope is always with the anthropomorphic races is that, you know, we don't get exactly what we expect. Mischievous acrobatic people, and that's really all they do. I honestly don't know anything about Venera other than a quick Google search, um, which revealed to me um, many cultures have, like, idea of monkey people. Um, mm-hmm. But I think Ven- Venera and specifically, according to the one, my one source, Wikipedia, my high school teacher would be very proud of me. Um, Venera come from a actually a Hindu epic story. Mm. Uh, there, it means forest people. Venera vaguely means forest people, and has come to mean monkey. See, look, e- even the ancient Hindu tradition is accepting the challenge of one word descriptions. Forest people, <laughs> banana people. All right, hey, listen, that's a stereotype, and that's very hurtful, Christian. You should know not to mention that. Venaras, uh, these guys have like the, the hand-like feet, the long sort of prehensile tail. It does mention that they have like hair on top of their head that can grow out like a human's. Kind of like, I guess, the Khajiit from, um, from that game everybody really likes that I'm embarrassedly can't remember. Skyrim? There we go. Nope, Got it. try Never. again. <laughs> no, that is right. Don't trick me, Christian. <laughs> you mean the Elder Scrolls series? Jeez, Caleb. Embarrassing. Uh, uh, but it all is matches the same color as their fur. And I got to, I got to shout out this artist that does the best job possible of making a monkey person look okay. Uh, but he he, pl- he employs some interesting tricks. I guess he didn't want to draw the hand feet, so they're like a little bit behind like different parts of his the thing the 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 scenery, so you don't get to see the feet. And there it's a girl, so you, there's breasts, and it's not wearing any clothes, so she has he has like her arms in front of her breasts because he's like I don't want to have to make the decision whether or not to draw a Venara nipple. <laughs> Is that the only art we have for Venara from uh, pa- uh Pathfinder or Paizo art? Oh, I don't know if they've illustrated it in other places but for the uncommon race there's only one picture i like the other ones where you get a boy and a girl each one of these has just been actually matter of fact, ooh, have they gone back and forth <gasps> have i figured out their pattern no i haven't matter of fact they've a lot of girls here <gasps> they did the same with the nagaji they've got breasts but there's arms in front of them <gasps> i'm seeing their little game they don't want to decide if anyone has nipples and you know what the merfolk no nipples is is path it's galarian a world of nippleless races <laughs> <laughs> we've uncovered the secret <laughs> Wait, there's gotta be a guy with his with his chest exposed somewhere. This is guys, this is important. Shut up, this is important. You'll wait you'll wait for this. Uh the tiefling has a vest that's open and it exposes almost entire chest, except the kinda over his nipples. Oh, wait a second! I'm learning so much about the artists. Little known 
fact about the Glorian universe, at the same time the god Eridan disappeared and no one knows where he went, no one has realized that at the same time everyone's nipples have disappeared. Disappeared. (laughs) Aha! Orc nipples. Just the kind I wanted to see. (laughs) Alright, we got a male orc with nipples. I guess guess there's someone there. The supreme uh, nipple race. So now that I've said nipple far too many times for any sort of comfort level, let's move on to the race five minutes into this episode. Venaras are adults at 14 years old, middle-aged at 30, old at 45, venerable at 60, and can live up to 80 years old. Which I think is similar, if not identical, to human. I should really know this by now. We we gave the human, like, after every core and featured race. Uh, let me see. Human. No, that is not identical to human and Christian. Thank you very much. It's identical to half-orc. <sighs> Wait, really? And that's it. These guys only share it with half-orc. Alright, so they actually have pretty short lifespans then, comparatively. They have an average height of 5 feet 4 inches. Uh, they don't actually give it to me. I had to do my own math, so in case I did that wrong, that's uh, 4 foot 8 inches plus 2d8 inches, and they weigh between 150 and 185 pounds. And they cost 8 RP. Let's see. 8 RP. Alright, actually, Krishik, can I just say how happy I am? We're not dealing with another double-digit RP. Yeah. Like, we just, we, we came off a big one last week with Sverfniblin. Sverfniblin. Yes, Sverfniblin. Is it wrong that I remember the name thanks to how it kind of has the same cadence as Crossfire? That old commercial for that stupid ball bearing game you know what I'm talking about? No, I know exactly what Crossfire is, and I think phonetics <laughs> are great. <laughs> There's a reason I'm skipping their, um, their sort of uh, their paragraph background, because it, uh, we pretty much already covered it. Their hair was a big thing that t- they talked about for whatever reason. Even the men decorated up for fancy events, and uh, that's about all they talk about. Like, they got so bored, they're like, uh, they started talking about, uh, Venara stands slightly shorter and weighs slightly less than a typical human. I'm like, alright, you've lost, you've lost things to say. And they live in jungles. Oh no, they're not, they're not living up past monkey people. These are sound like just monkey people. Well, let's see. They are agile and insightful, but also rather mischievous. Oh, Christian, monkey people, plus two decks, plus two wisdom, and a minus two to their charisma. That's actually surprising. Um, I would figure it would be the other way around. I like the idea of having a negative to charisma because rather than being like unable to talk to people or having like a weak force of will, they're just annoying and they're very grating to be around because they like I don't agree. take anything seriously. I think that's an interesting idea. Certainly, I agree. I would find them that way. <laughs> um, Venaras are humanoids with the Venara subtype. They're medium creatures. They have a base speed of 30 feet and a climb speed of 20 feet. Interesting. Makes sense. Monkeys climbing with feet for hands. The hands for no. With feet for hands. No. <laughs> they can run really quick. They're like horses, but with their bodies, just not really designed. Just let's get. All right, we need to make a new race, guys. With feet for hand races. Send send in your builds. Uh, with hands for feet, they better be good at climbing. And they get a bonus feet. <laughs> <laughs> they get two bonus feet. All right, they begin speaking common in Venarin. And if they have a high intelligence score, they can choose between Aklo, Celestial, Elven, Gnome, Goblin, and Sylvan. They get their own language? Mm-hmm. Why? They get their own subtype? They get their own language? I, I just feel like... I, w- I would be interested in learning what makes a race have their own language. Yeah. Yeah. Because some races is just, like, undercommon. They don't get one for Sferf Neblins. It's like, oh, Sferf okay. Neblin. I guess maybe because they're underground and you know, the Troes are underground, but whatever. Let's move past the one of the most uninteresting thing parts of each race, which is the language. Let's talk about their racial traits. Christian. Venara are nimble. Uh, they have a plus two racial bonus to both acrobatics and stealth checks. Uh, that's very primate of them. 
It's pretty by the by the numbers so far. Low light vision. They can see twice as far as a human in dim light. They have a prehensile tail. Uh, Venara have long, flexible tails that they can use to carry objects. They cannot wield weapons with their tails, but their tails allow them to retrieve small, stowed objects carried on their person as a swift action. Ooh, that's actually very powerful, uh, mechanically speaking. Uh, grabbing stuff as a swift action, really big deal. Usually it's a move action. In role-playing, I love this. Uh, I really like the idea of a prehensile tail. We should cut from them. But hey, a little little, little taste of, of later content when we talk about some of the races and stuff that we've uh, homebrewed ourselves. I mean, somebody who's got a little prehensile tail. We'll get to that. And uh, you guys listening to Trailblazers Season 2. Maybe get uh, maybe a little something of that going on there. Now, how come every time I uh, try to be sneaky, I use this voice? That's uh, a little bit, uh, I would like to know why I do this. Why don't you talk about, uh... <laughs> oh, that's it, Christian. That's it. <laughs> Honestly, I said that kind of passively. That is by the numbers. Like, we're not looking at alternate racial traits, just racial traits. That's so by the numbers. That seems like... I, I actually, we should have, like, I should have never looked at Venera and just wrote down what I think they would have got, and I think it would have been all this. Except maybe a bonus to acrobatics. They already have a bonus to acrobatics. Maybe something more involving jumping, but this this is exactly what I expected. Um, it's not technically a bad thing, but it's like it's uninteresting because it's so expected. Yeah, it kind of seems like when back when we did some earlier races, you know, when we weren't doing these, uh, you know, uncommon races, it, 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 or maybe even the featured ones, it was. It seems like so like well, you need to have a base to move on to find out what's more interesting things. So the base creatures this, and then we have more interesting things. Like oh no, this this thing, that cap the. The merfolk have a tail and all that. This is like one of those basic things that you build off of. But let's see what their alternate racial traits are. So the first one is called Tree Stranger, which means they are a stranger to living in trees. This is going to replace their climb speed. Some Veneras have spent their lives among humans in centers of learning instead of traditional treetop homes. These Veneras treat all knowledge skills as class skills, but lose the climb speed. Um, that's really powerful. That's really cool. That's really cool. Um, I think it's very flavorful. It's, it's super flavorful. Um, cause that goes against what's expected. People see you and they're like, you're probably the climby, jumpy, uh, primate kind of person. And it's like, no, actually I know a lot. I, I read a lot then of you books. You give a middle foot finger and you say, <laughs> actually, when I know your history better than you do. When you're four feet, you flip them off. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that is both powerful and interesting and a good trade-off. I think it's a really good alternate racial trait. I agree. There's White Cape. The rare White Cape Venara clans have more in common with savanna-dwelling baboons than the jungle-dwelling monkeys that most Venaras resemble. Their stooping build grants them a plus four bonus to CMD when resisting a bull rush or trip. These Venaras usually have a thick mane of hair on the head and shoulders, called the cape, and shorter tails. This replaces prehensile tail. Uh, makes the monkey look even worse, hate it even more, and it takes away my tail. Throw it in the garbage. Take it. Throw in the garbage. Uh, plus four to CMD is a lot. Um, and you say you're you always say you're a visual person, Caleb. I like the fact that it is a visual change on top of a, a mechanical Definitely. change. Yeah, I'll give you there. I just don't feel like that happens a lot. How often do I get bull rushed and tripped? I, I feel like it's gonna be less than I would use my prehensile tail if I'm just looking at it from a gameplay perspective. Yeah, that that is true. This did mention their appearance, which I did want to make a quick mention. They did mention in their introductory paragraph that they uh they can be. They have a thin coat of soft fur, and they can have even chestnut, ivory, or golden coats. So, if you wanted to choose another one, too bad. That's it for their alternate racial traits. They have favorite class options for the alchemist, druid, fighter, monk, ranger, and rogue. So, the only one that's uh, particularly unique or powerful is the monk favorite class option. Uh, every time you take the favorite class option, monk, you get a plus one bonus to acrobatics checks made to jump. 
the monk already gets really big bonuses to this, and this kind of like one per level is crazy. Um, this this is the kind of race that could easily start jumping like sixty feet around pretty early in the game. They have a archetype just for them, the treetop monk, which allows your monk abilities to boost your racial trait of climb speed, uh, do some weird things with wood, and uh, give yourself access to lunge and freedom of movement. Speaking of monk, I find it interesting they have a monk archetype because we didn't talk about this. Their their stat spread uh, definitely pushes them toward monk. This is like one of the best monk stat spreads you can have. Monks don't care about charisma at all. They like wisdom. They like dexterity. Uh, they also like strength and con, but you can't have everything at once. True. And I, I think all their other abilities go along well with really any class. Like I don't feel like the Nera are pushed toward any one class too strong from anything besides their ability scores. Yeah, it would be good for any sort of dex-based fighter or uh, any caster that's not going to use charisma, if you're going to use wisdom, and your dex will help with your range touch attack. They get a feat, the tree hanger. Christian, want to talk to us about that? I've never really tiptoeing on the wording here. Um, the tree hanger only requires one rank in acrobatics. Uh, you can use your tail to defend against trip attacks and to hang from nearby protrusions. You get a plus two bonus to your CMD against all trip attacks. If your square has a branch or other sturdy large object that you could hang from, as a swift action, you may make a DC 15 acrobatics check to jump upward and use your tail to hang from that object. While hanging, you can't be tripped. You ignore the effects of difficult terrain, which is a weird one because you're not moving, and you gain a plus two bonus to your CMD against bull rush, drag, and reposition attempts. If you leave that square, uh, including if you leave against your will, you lose your grip on the object and are no longer hanging. Uh, while hanging, you cannot use your tail for anything else. Uh, a pretty neat feat. I, I think it's a lot up to the GM to say, like, yeah, there's something you can grab onto. Why not? Mm-hmm. You're, you're mentioning what doesn't matter that I'm not affected by difficult terrain. Some some magically difficult terrain and some other um, even some standard difficult terrain can uh, damage you, hurt you, entangle you. So this would help with that. Uh, I want to say that this is one of the most thematic feats we've ever seen. This is really cool. I'm not sure how powerful it is in-game, but I think it's really, really neat. I mean, when you think of a monkey, they're hanging from their tail. They gotta be. This is this is really cool. And it's only a DC 15 acrobatics check, which is probably pretty difficult early in the game, um, but around level 4 or 5, this should basically be a guaranteed uh, check. You're basically always gonna hit that DC 15. And I, I like how there's really no restrictions. They say, like, as long as there's some sturdy object you can hang from, this is a possibility. They don't try and, like, restrict it in any way. You just make an acrobatics check. Doesn't matter if you're wearing armor or, you know, if you're wearing heavy armor, if you're inundated. As long as you can make the DC-15 acrobatics check, you can do it. Yeah, I really like this. I mean, if, if I'm playing a Venora I, and I, I sort of might want to do that, be the kind of guy that jumps around stuff, and instead of just kind of, oh, it's a little bit flavor, but it's not affecting anything, I can actually have it affect something. When I say, oh, yeah, well, I jump in a hang-up from the lamppost. I'm actually doing it. That's cool. Good on you, Pi. So it's a good one. They got two pieces of equipment. One is uh, a material instead of sort of a, uh, a singular piece of equipment that you can make wood items out of, and this is called, this is called whip wood. And it costs an extra 500 gold to make something out of it. Venera woodworkers craft this extremely flexible material in a time-consuming process. Whipwood is actually a composite of several blendable wooden fibers woven and fused together to form a flexible but sturdy unit. Only wooden weapons or weapons with wooden halves, such as axe and spears, can be made out of the whipwood. A uh, haft, that's a word I should, I, I should know. I, I mean, now I understand it thanks to context clues, but never heard that before. A creature wielding a whipwood weapon treats it as a CMD. 
as plus two higher for the purposes of avoiding sunder attempts against that weapon. A whipwood's hit points increase by plus five. Hmm, okay. I don't think it's anything I'd go out of my way as a player to craft a weapon out of, but, you know, to find weapons made of this would be neat. Talk to us about the Meridian Belt. So the Meridian Belt is pretty neat. Um, it is a 1,000 gold item. It is obviously going to take up the belt slot. Uh, this narrow cloth belt has a silver buckle in the shape of four rings. This belt allows a creature to wear a magic ring on each foot in addition to a ring on each hand, although you can still only have two rings function at any given time. As a swift action, you may change which rings are active, and the rest of the item description is giving you, you know, limiters on that and how that actually works. Uh, but basically, you can have four rings, but you can swap between which two are active whenever you want. I feel like there are very powerful niche scenarios where this is useful. Um, nothing springs immediately to the top of my head, though. That's still cool. I mean, there's, there's I've had things before. I'm like, well, I guess I gotta sell this ring because I, I want this newer one, which is better. But I still kind of like the other one. Something like a, a ring of feather falling is probably one that you can just have in case you need it and switch to it as you're falling. Right, because it's only a swift action. Right. So, um, yeah, I like this. This is very cool, and it makes sense on the Venar, who are gonna have sort of finger-like feet. The access to a spell. Prehensile Pilfer. It's a transmutation spell. Level 3. Alchemist, Bard, Magus, and Sorcerer Wizard. Range is touch, and it lasts one round per level, and fortitude negates. The target's tail moves and acts more quickly, almost with a mind of its own. When making a full attack action, the target may use its tail to make a dirty trick or steal combat maneuver as a swift action. For the purpose of this attack, the tail is a natural weapon with a reach of 5 feet. The spell has no effects on creatures lacking a prehensile tail. Interesting that it has to be a prehensile tail. Like, I guess that means a cat folk's tail. Well, you can cast it on that. Right, and I don't think we've ever ran to another race with a prehensile tail, so this is actually just for Venera at the moment. Yeah, maybe some beast cherries or beasts or NPCs. It's very specific. I, I might let my... This is a level 3 spell. I might... My player wants to use it on a cat folk or something. I'd say, okay, that's fine. Yeah, it's a level 3 slot. It's only one round a level. Uh, it's just an extra dirty trick or steel combat maneuver per round. Um, does it? It didn't say that you don't invoke an attack of opportunity from that right no it did not so I, f I feel like you would still invoke unless you had the Im the appropriate improved maneuver feat so i i would definitely let anyone use this that have any kind of tail isn't that what magic is for Jeez. i know right well christian i have two questions for you one did this race carve out for itself something distinct from the other races we've gone over so far and two what do you think of the venara uh did they carve out a niche for themselves um i guess they're the only monkey people or forest people so in that regard, yes, but um, flavor-wise, this did, definitely did not leave the realm of what I expected Monkey Person to be. It is to a T what you would expect from this archetype. You know, if you just, if I, you had asked me beforehand to write down, like, what I thought the abilities and stats for a monkey would be, I would have basically gone exactly with this. Um, and it's not just that, it's um, not carving out its own niche it's that um being able to be even narrow that are unique amongst each other i feel like your options are really limited you really have the three mm -hmm. major faucets here you're either like your base venara or the the book liking venara or a baboon but even then i feel like they it'd be hard to make one venara feel unique from the other one there's just not a lot of options here and i'm someone that always likes a lot of options and the venara is just lacking in them i agree completely you always do. To, to, well, not always, Christian. <laughs> Just like right now. Haha. -ha. When I think about, did they make their own distinct mark? I think about, can I do what they're doing with another race? 
And I find that like the cat folk climb like they can climb with just an alternate racial trait. And I don't know if it's just as good, but it's it's similar. I don't know, it's probably a climb speed of like 20 feet instead of 30. And like the only things really like they have is that tail, which in game you can pick up things faster. Mm. They're really it's like barely they've barely made up their own thing, barely earned their two pages. Uh, the feet's really interesting. I'll give them that. But honestly, I find them dull and basic. And is, is nowhere near push me to playing one. They're basic. They're wearing Ugg boots on their little hand-like feet. Stop. <laughs> they're holding Starbucks in their prehensile tails. I will I will say <laughs> one thing about them, though. I will say they're not bad. I'm not looking at them going, ew, or this is the worst, and why would I ever play this because I'm going to be at such a disadvantage. I mean, they're playable. Yeah, they're definitely. They're good. They're just, they're just not, there's nothing interesting to make me want to pick them over more interesting choices. But I think if you wanted to be a monkey person, this is acceptable. You know what? I feel like the, the Venera are just here to sate people who really like Dragon Ball Z and want to play as Sans. <laughs> oh, you could skin them in some ways, couldn't you? <laughs> Get my Dragon Ball Z on. That's the only monkey I liked because all it kept was his tail. I I, I feel bad because Venera are at the receiving end of like this. I, I don't think you're like part of the things like monkeys are kind of dumb. Uh, monkeys were played out similar to how like ninjas versus pirates was played out not long ago like in the 2000s like i feel like monkeys was like a 90s thing um that got really overplayed it was basically a meme that got ran into the ground and venara is suffering because of that hmm. i don't i don't really remember that I'll, they I'll were in a lot your... of popular media um monkeys were kind of like the go-to you know funny cartoon thing Gotcha. Listen, when America's home videos, when you didn't have the internet, it's gonna be either a monkey or a cat, right? Or a little kid. And two of those things I hate, so guys, listen, I know this is a comedy podcast, right? Part of it, right? You understand that, right? Like comedy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I picture, Christian? I picture and and may goodness forbid this ever happens. Somebody who knows me uh listens to this, somebody who knows me as a pastor or chaplain listens to any of our episodes, but especially this one, like this guy's a pastor and and he hates children. He said like five times in this podcast, he hates children. And that he has, and that he, there is some strong evidence that he's attracted to cat people. I'm just, I just need, I need no one, I need no one to share this with anyone who knows me when I'm <laughs> So I'm making clear the hate children thing. That's a joke. We just, a little bit of truth. All right. So next is Vishkanya. And after that weighing, and then Christian. We are moving on to the bestiary races. Vishkanya, I've had a player play that before. I'm actually very interested. It's kind of cool. It's sort of like the snake person, but in, involving more of having the, the human part of it. I'm very interested in that, Christian. You looking forward to them? I've had a player do Vishkanya before as well. Um, I'm trying to remember the distinct differences between them and Nagaji, but I guess we'll see that next time. Thank you all for listening. Class is dismissed. Pathfinder Academy is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other great Pathfinder podcasts, visit our site, tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? You can email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. I've been Nicholas Laborde. Thanks for listening. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. My friend Christian and I were just playing some role-playing games. Hey, Caleb, do you think these guys would be interested in joining us? You know, I bet they would. I mean, if they listen to Pathfinder Academy, they gotta be cool, right? If role-playing games are your thing, why don't you guys check out our other podcast, Trailblazers? Trailblazers is an actual play podcast where you can see many of the concepts addressed in this show come to life. 
Season 2 of Trailblazers has been great so far, and I especially like that you can get into it without any prior knowledge of Season 1. It's definitely a fun adventure, especially if you like mysteries and a dash of cyberpunk with your fantasy. If high fantasy is more your style, then consider giving Season 1 a listen. You can listen to Trailblazers on this very feed. We've got a bunch of other ways to listen as well, so go to our site tblazer.net for a complete list of the ways that you can listen. So go ahead, grab some dice, and join us. Alright Christian, you come across an obviously important character to the plot, what do you do? I immediately shoot him in the face. Ugh, Christian... Hey Jacob, you wanna play some D&D tonight? I can't, uh, I have to go make love to my wife tonight. Oh well, um, uh, next time I'll, uh... You know, I don't even know if I love her anymore. I don't really know her, like... What am I gonna do? Someone should tell Jacob that people change and it takes effort to stay connected with someone. But in the meantime, the fellows at Tales from the Lich always stay connected through gaming and friendship. When you can't play, listen. TalesFromTheLich.com Hey, uh, ha happy Valentine's Day.